0: Welcome to the Building Great Lives podcast, a podcast about real life, real issues, and finding real answers to life's most difficult questions. And now your host, Trent Gillum. Greetings, everyone. Trent here. Welcome to episode number 85 of the podcast. I'm glad you've joined the Building Great Lives journey. Before we get started, as always, I'd like to say a huge thank you to our monthly ministry partners. And of course, to you, the listener, each of you make this ministry possible. And I'm excited to have you on the Building Great Lives team here at the Building Great Lives podcast. It's our desire to help people from around the world grow, heal, discover, and fulfill their unique purpose. Thank you for sharing these episodes. We're praying these messages of hope reach every possible person in Every possible nation. In today's episode, we're going to talk about how to remain calm when facing the storms of life. Life can be full of storms. I'm not referring to actual weather like thunder or lightning, wind and rain. The storms I'm referring to are the difficulties we face, times of despair, heartache, and grief. In Matthew chapter 5 and verse 45, the Bible says the sun rises on the good and the bad. It goes on to say that the rain falls on the just and the unjust. In other words, none of us are exempt from the storms of life. While it's normal to wonder, we shouldn't think of these storms as a sign that God is against us, or that God doesn't love us, or even a sign that we've done something wrong. Now, I do suggest that if things are going on in your life, it's good to ask God, Lord, is there anything that I need to get right with you? But of course, most of us are doing that every day. The enemy wants you to think that when you go through a difficult time, That it means that God has abandoned you. That it means that you've done something wrong and that God is far away. This could not be further from the truth. Matter of fact, that's what Matthew 5 and verse 45 is telling us. The good and the bad, the just and the unjust, all of us face times of difficulties or what we call storms. Storms are a natural part of life. They can even feel like they're never going to end. Learning how to stay calm when the storms of life are raging around you isn't easy. Instead of us yielding to the panic, we can, through his power, maintain our calm. The disciples in the book of Mark chapter number 4 verses 35 through 39, found themselves in a storm. This storm was a physical storm, but it relates so much to how we go through things when we endure the storms of life. The Bible said that there came a time that the Lord looked at them and told them, let us pass over unto the other side. And they got in a boat and they went out onto the sea and began to pass over and while they were on their journey, Mark chapter 4 verse 37 says, and there arose a great storm of wind, and the waves beat into the ship so that it was now full. And he, speaking of Jesus, was in the hinder part of the ship asleep on a pillow. The storm is raging all around to the point that the Ship is full of water, but yet Jesus is asleep. The Bible says that when the disciples wake him up, they said unto him, Master, carest thou not that we perish? Now, it's important to remember that at least four of the disciples were fishermen. They grew up on the water. They were very familiar with the storms that would arise from the Sea of Galilee. This was nothing new to them. However, this storm that the King James text declares a great storm, this shook them more than normal. Even experienced fishermen are now in a panic because the storm is not just on the outside of the boat, but it is now in the boat. So we need to look at the comparison between the response of the disciples And the response of Jesus. Because when we look at these things, we can gain a lot of knowledge. The disciples, even though they were experienced, they panicked. They were in the storm, and the storm was in the boat, and they panicked. We know they panicked because when they asked the Lord, Carest thou not that we perish? The word perish in this text is not the normal word used for, Do you not care that we're dying? The Bible tells us, and it's certainly something that none of us like to talk about, but it's, it's a fact of life. Should the Lord tarry his coming, all of us at some point will pass away. That's not the word being used in this text. The text in the book of Mark chapter 4, the word perish here is the word used for tormenting. So when they looked at Jesus after waking him up, they said to him, Lord, do you not care that this storm is tormenting us before it kills us? We're being tormented to death. So when you look at the comparison between the disciples and Jesus, you find the disciples in a complete panic. They are being tormented by the storm. But when you look at Jesus, you find Jesus asleep. He's asleep on the hinder part of the ship. The storm is raging. The disciples are raging, but here is Jesus and he's asleep. When they wake him up and have this discussion with him, he speaks peace. And the Bible says that the wind and the waves obeyed him. And I like what Mark says. He said there was a great calm that came. So we have that comparison, a great storm and a great calm. It shows what the Lord truly does when he speaks peace. But I want us to focus in on the response between the disciples, and compare it to the response of Jesus. The disciples are in natural, full panic mode. This storm's bigger than they've seen. It is beyond their experience. It is in the boat with them. So what's the difference? The difference is, the storm that was raging on the outside never got on the inside of Jesus, but the storm that was raging around the disciples, it is got inside of them. And as the storm began to rage on the inside of them, they began to be tormented by this storm. And so I've got to ask you a question. Have you ever been in a storm that got inside of you? I'm talking about in created panic. You were going through something, you were dealing with a life circumstance, and it wasn't just happening around you, but All of a sudden, it began to get inside of you. You begin to wonder, am I going to make it? Can I survive? How am I going to get through this? The storm is no longer just raging on the outside, but now it is raging on the inside. I know I've been in those situations. I know I've felt the storm rage on the inside. Life is full of these difficulties, and we can't even control when storms arise. And while the storms of life rage around us, we do not have to let them rage on the inside of us. It's important to think of it like this. A ship or boat does not sink because it is in water. A boat is made to be in water. A ship sinks because of the water that gets in it. It's one thing for the storm to rage around us. We will not fall to that storm, even though the enemy wants us to think that we will. His goal is that the storm that is raging around you, the difficulties that you're going through, the things that you are experiencing, he wants those storms to rage inside of you. He wants you to feel the panic of the inner storm. It is the inner storm that has the ability to destroy our confidence and bring us down emotionally and come against us in a way that a raging storm on the outside never can. The enemy wants the storm to rage on the inside of us. So the question must be asked, how can we keep the storm from getting inside of us? We must understand there is something greater than the storm already in us. 1 John chapter 4, verse 4 says, Ye are of God, little children, and have overcome them, because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Greater in this text means greatest, G-R-E-A-T-E, S-T, greatest of all or stronger than all. So literally the writer is saying that he that is in you is the greatest, the strongest of all. Therefore, you are stronger than your storm. Like a ship, nothing on the outside has the ability to bring you down. And what is on the inside of you is great enough to keep you, protect you, and anoint you for victory beyond the storm to carry you through life's most difficult storms. So what is in us? What is in you, listener? I know the enemy wants you to think that, well, there's nothing really that great inside of me. I'm not this or I'm not that. I lack this and I lack that. That is a lie from the enemy. What is in you? You may not even feel strong. You probably don't at times feel the greatest. But what is inside of you is greater than the things that are coming against you. So what's in you? Well, I want to encourage you. There are some things that are in you. God's presence is in you. God's power is in you. God's peace is in you. And there is a praise that is in you. The first thing that's in you is God's presence. The writer of Hebrews said in Hebrews 13 and verse 5, I will never leave thee. God is saying, I am with you. You have the presence of God. Jesus declared in John chapter 14, verses 16 and 17, And I will pray the Father, and he shall give you another comforter, that he may abide with you, how long? The word of the Lord says, forever, even the spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive, because it seeth him not, neither knoweth him, but ye know him, for he dwelleth with you and shall be in you. We have God's presence. Listener, what's in you is greater than the storm that you're going through. That storm of grief, that storm of pain, that storm of trauma, that storm of mourning, what is in you is greater than that. Don't allow the enemy to convince you otherwise. You have the presence of God dwelling on the inside of you. And if God be before you, who can be against you? Because in you is the greatest, nothing greater than him. The second thing you have is you have God's power. Luke wrote in Acts chapter one, verse number eight, but ye shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost is come upon you. And he continued in Acts chapter two in verse number four, when he said, and they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak with other tongues as the spirit gave them utterance. In you is the power of God. God. You have the power to overcome. You don't have to find the strength in yourself. You don't have to do it on your own. There is a power inside of you, listener, that is calling and rising up right now and saying, I'm never going to let you fail. I'm never going to let you down. Uh, There's a power inside of you. You need to begin to find your voice and begin to speak to the storm and remind that storm. You cannot get on the inside of me because there's a power inside of me that is greater than the storm that I'm going through. You have the power. You will rise above the storm. And the third thing that's inside of you is the peace of God. Jesus said in John chapter 14 and verse 27, peace I leave with you. My peace I give unto you, not as the world giveth, give I unto you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. Paul continued in Philippians chapter 4 and verse 7, And the peace of God, which passeth all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds Through Christ Jesus. What's inside of you? The peace of God. It's not the peace that the world gives. The peace of the world can come and go. It's based on outward circumstances. The peace of God of this world could be based on how much money you have or don't have. The peace of this world changes with the situation. But the peace of God is different than the peace of the world. For the peace of God is a peace that passes all understanding. People on the outside, they can look at you and see you going through things and they could go, how are they making it? And we could even ask ourselves at times, I don't know how I even made it. How did I make it through that? But it's the peace of God. It's beyond our comprehension. It's beyond our understanding, it's beyond anything that we could articulate. It is the peace of God that is given to us. The peace that is inside of you is greater than the storm that is raging on the outside. Don't try to understand it. Just receive it and let that peace work in your life. And when you understand that There is something great inside of you. God's presence, God's power, and God's peace when we begin to think about him being ever-present help in the time of trouble, when we begin to think about the power of the Holy Ghost working in our lives, and when we begin to think about the peace and the great calm in the storm, it is a natural response for the child of God to begin to lift their voice in praise. It may start small, but it will build. There is a praise on the inside of you and it's beginning to work itself out, to to fight against the storm raging all around you. Paul and Silas at midnight begin to sing praises unto the Lord. The Bible said in the book of Acts chapter 16 verses 25 and 26, And at midnight, Paul and Silas prayed and sang praises unto God. And suddenly there was a great earthquake so that the foundations of the prison were shaken and immediately all the doors were opened and everyone's bands were loosed. Paul and Silas were in prison for preaching the gospel, but the prison never got on the inside of them, kind of like Daniel in a lion's den, but a den of lions never got in Daniel. Kind of like the Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, those three Hebrew boys cast into a fiery furnace, but the fiery furnace never got in them. I know you're going through some things, but there's something inside of you, just like that was inside of Paul and Silas. And that is a praise, it is a knowledge that you have the presence, you have the power, and you have the peace of God inside of you, and that praise is beginning to rise up right now. Listener, I don't know where you're listening to this at, but I want you right now, wherever you are, lift your voice up to the Lord and begin to let the praise that is inside of you out right now. I want you to do that because you're going to come against that storm. You're going to come against it, and you're going to have victory. That storm that's raging in your life today is no match to the power and the presence and the peace of God that is on the inside of you. Don't let the storm lie to you and don't let the storm get inside you. You may not understand even why you're going through it all, but... Come back to a place of peace and trust in God, a place where you can lift your voice and let that praise out. The Bible said in Exodus chapter 14, verse 14 in the New King James, the Lord will fight for you and you shall hold your peace. Listener, it's raging all around you, but there's something greater on the inside of you, no matter what you're going through. Maybe you're listening to this episode and you're thinking, I'm not really going through anything right now. Listener, give life enough time, and you may want to circle back to this episode again because the wind will blow and the life will rage. The thundering of life will come and the rain will fall in your life. And when it does, you need to remember... God is inside you, and he is greater than your storm. Don't let what's raging on the outside begin to rage on the inside. And as has become our tradition here at the Building Great Lives podcast, I want to pray for you, listener. I want to pray that God would encourage you. Lord, I'm asking you to reach down right now and speak calm to every storm. Lord, the storms that we're going through, you are there and ready to speak peace. I pray, God, you do it right now. The storm that's raging in the mind of every listener, the storm that's raging in the heart of every listener, speak peace to it right now, Lord. Remind them of the great things that is inside of them and let your praise begin to flow forth from their mouth. And as always, thank you so much for listening in the meantime, please subscribe so you don't miss a single episode. If you enjoyed this episode, tell a friend, maybe text them the link or share it on your social. You can find me on social at Trent Gillum. That's G-I-L-L-I-A-M. On Instagram at RevGillum. You can also reach me at Building Great Lives Podcast at gmail.com. And I look forward to hearing from you. And until next time, stay safe, take care, and let's keep building. You've been listening to the Building Great Lives podcast, a member of the Real Life Church Network. Join us next time as we dig deeper into life's most challenging questions.